tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, happy Monday, Another folks. Monday in the book. Yay, and happy to be here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Super Soul Sit Down. I am your ever-so-excited host, Jamie Alexander, and to my left, I have the beautifully spoken Haley J with me. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) Yes, and this is the after show for Super Soul Conversations by Oprah, the podcast, and we're focused on the 2020 Vision Tour, and in this episode, she speaks to The Rock, and for us here at Super Soul Sit Down, we have a very special guest to break down the show with us. Writer, producer, and creator of AfterBuzz TV, Kevin Undergaro. Hello, ladies. Hi, <laughs> Haley. Hi, Jamie. Thank Hi. you for joining us. So this is going to be a good one. Jamie, yes. what did you first think of when you found out The Rock was going to be a guest? I know you were excited, but what did you think of the overall podcast and what he had to say? Yeah, it was funny because I was with Tina Fey. I was like, okay, nine people and the one. Can we just repopulate the earth right. with The Rock? <laughs> that was funny how Oprah brought that up. But I thought it was really good. He had extremely poignant points. Um, he's very down-to-earth, kind, and I like that his story wasn't so smooth, and he was able to share that, because I know that always makes me feel just a little bit better about the speed bumps that I hit, and to see somebody so famous and successful um, have a rocky start and, you know, be able to overcome and still overcoming with the passing of his dad and things like that, I just thought it was inspiring altogether. Yeah, I had a lot of respect for him, just knowing he came out just a few, not even a few weeks, maybe even a little more than a week of his father passing, and Oprah even said, I didn't expect you to show up and he still showed up and I think that was something his dad instilled in him that you have a message to say and especially for Oprah if she can't get someone to show up but I thought that was really amazing of him to come after such a short time of his dad passing. Yeah, Kevin, what did you think about the episode? Did you enjoy it? I mean, The Rock and Oprah, right? Yeah, and I'm a a huge fan of his. I know him personally and I'm lucky enough to that and with those guys a lot of the time is the work ethic of WWE. I mean, it's the training ground. Wow. It will make or break you. But if it makes you, he, like, you'll now why you're seeing with John Cena, obviously John's talented too, but their just work ethic is Herculean. So there was no way they would ever, like, the way Vince raised him more than the dad, that he would not show up for a commitment. Yeah. I mean, I they're love trained, that. like, you know, the show must go on and you put it aside and you're professional. And so, yeah, it does, it made sense to me. Yeah, yeah. What were some of the bumps he shared, though, like that he opened up about? Um, so I like how he talked about he really had this dream about being in the NFL. And he wasn't chosen for it, but his friends were, and they went on to be millionaires or doing all this. And he was kind of, he played in Canada and, like, for the small yeah. leagues, but he never made it. And so by the time he got cut for the last time, he had $6 and some change, roughly 7 bucks. And I was, like how he rounded up. Yeah, yeah, he rounded up, which is very positive of him. And that was all that he had to start this new life in. Okay, who am I and what am I supposed to be? Let me follow in my father's footsteps with wrestling. So NFL is a big dream. It's something I can see little boys thinking about. I want to do this. So it had to be so heartbreaking. But his he said making it to the NFL was the best thing that never happened. Yeah. I love that. And, and you think about powerful. someone like The Rock, we see him as this big, strong, confident guy. Imagine him being at one point in his life, seeing all of his friends being so successful living back at his parents house in his early 20s it'd be easy to call it quits at that point it'd be easy to say oh poor me kevin i love what you say about the throwing yourself a pity party thing and you're just like oh my life sucks and i've when you laugh at yourself yeah it's just it's really true though if you just say like what am i complaining about like this is a speed bump in the road but it's up to me to stay good looking guy come on like god gifted him with just so you know what i mean like how 
Well, I like how he said his you strategy know. to get out of his situation was to build his body. And at first I did think that was a little odd because I'm like, how is that going to bring him out of his financial state? But well, it obviously something. worked. No, here's, here's why. Because if you're at ground zero, it's something positive. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're at ground zero. And you're fi- yeah, so it's like, okay, well, where do, as I always say, like, where do I start? Well, I'll clean my apartment. I'll organize, you know, my desk area that I where I can work to build my business. Whatever your dream is. But then, yeah, no, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out. Because even if it there's not a, um, a specific goal tied to the working out, you're only going to feel better. You're only going to be stronger for the battle. And it's something you can control. That's what you, I was going to say. You can get in you there. Can you can control do that. that. Yeah. You can get up, you can do the work, you can do the crunches before bed, and it, when you're feeling like your life is completely out of control, working out is amazing. I also like to date guys that work out because it does show a lot of discipline, yep. and you can see it, yes. so it's just kind of like, okay, I know you can commit to something. That is true. So it's a good trait. Yes, right. Although, this is probably not the show. I know, right. No, I was going to say, the only thing is when I see uh, a guy that is like too the Rock, no, because that's his profession. Right. But when I see a guy in his honest profession, he looks like that, and they're out there. Then I go, okay, no, that's narcissism. <laughs> Agree. And you're that's probably putting too yet. much into yourself mm-hmm. and not enough into the other things. Well, then it feels like they're overcompensating okay. for something else that they're lacking. That is, well. that is a lot true. Of time. That but also, where do you get but... the where do you get the time when you to, to you have to eat the nutrition? What you have to yeah. do to get to that level? And if it's not for any end other than vanity. Then I say, well, what's really going to be left for a relationship? What's going to be left for work? Correct. For your dream? That's where I go, hmm. Yeah. And switching gears, Kevin, I wanted to ask you, because The Rock talks about how he had pressure from his dad. His dad is this trailblazer in a white dominant industry, and he made waves. And The Rock did feel that pressure to carry up to that. And he said his dad only really felt proud of him, or he felt that from his dad when he made it in the wrestling world and you being in the industry you obviously knowing the ins and outs for a while now did you ever feel pressure from your parents to maybe not specifically this industry but just to prove yourself in some oh, way oh yeah yeah and and it's not a bad thing that's yeah. the other thing too is i think it's getting gotten confused that that's a bad thing no it's okay to want to prove yourself if that's what's going to drive you and yeah definitely especially you know for us you know myself and i think my generation that was middle class or lower middle class when you wanted to, and you were not from LA and you wanted to be in Hollywood. It was like, you had to double prove yourself because they were like, you're insane. We sent you to college to be a doctor, a lawyer, a businessman, and now you're going to do what? So you've alienated your relationship with them. And then on top of it, so it's not just proving to, you have to prove to them like you're not crazy, that this is a, a, a tangible dream. And then, Obviously, you want to succeed at it. And I think with Rock, did he talk about his grandfather? Because his grandfather was, was He's more... third generation. He was right? more successful than the father mm-hmm. on the mother's side. And I actually think with The Rock, you know what I really think made The Rock The Rock? Hmm. Um, is the fact that the dad, I'm going to say, probably wasn't that present for the mom. Mm. And he, Dwayne, became very, very sensitive to his mom. And to her plight, and remembering she had, they had many holidays without any money, and I think that that's what made him, to me, the new version of an action hero where he's more evolved. It's not just, um, you know, it's not just about being a dude, work out hard, yeah, make it happen. You know, I think there's a softness, a sensitive side to him, a caring side to him. I think so. I, I think out of everything, 
the WWE is going to make you a hard worker, but I think what's made him so special is that because his, a lot of his posts, it's mom, mom, you know, and then, wow. you know, I, every time he's done a WrestleMania or whatever in recent years, you know, my wife, Maria Menounos, she does the host, the hall of fame every year for the WWE. And, and she's always involved something in WrestleMania. They'll have her do something. And when rock is there, you know, the father was never there when he was there, but the mother always was there ringside right next to Maria and I. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he would always make sure after the match he'd come over. He'd be like, hey, Kev, hey, Maria. And they'd hug the mother and kiss her mm-hmm. and then go back. And, and so, yeah, his that to me is what makes him just one step better than everybody. And Oprah touches that on that. makes me feel warm. She, I like that. Absolutely. Because that's the thing. He's a strong, buff guy like we've talked about, but he always has a smile on his face. There's something about him that's still very welcoming and approachable. Yeah, love it. And that's the connection at the end of it all. The glitz and the glam is cool, but that's what connects the audience so and that's what too. keeps them there. So great. Yeah, and there's something in you. But Oprah did say that there's a part of you that is not afraid to touch with your feminine side. Yep. And I love that he embraces that because mm-hmm. to me that's confidence. Where, And I'm sure looking the way he does helps that confidence. But he fully, he he's vulnerable and he says what he's thinking and he admits his weaknesses. And it's another part of him that I think, like you were saying, people just fall in love with. Yeah, because he, well, he could be a narcissist though. if he by Because looking like that could make him be like, wait, it's, it's all about me. Yeah. Like what do I care? And it, women are just here to please me. But I think because his mother, probably how she raised him and the strength she had, um, and then, you know, probably the dad being absentee on the road as a wrestler, I think really did evolve him. But I also, you know, with him too, it's like he's so positive, but it's, it's I, I, I know I see this so much with people that just have such a positive spirit. Um, I think I'd like to think it's a choice to make that to be positive, but, you know, some people just can't do it, but you are making your journey so much harder when you're not, you know, it's easier for those guys because they're positive and girls, like the ones that are like, we positive, even some of the staff here, they're just beaming with positivity and they may sometimes don't have the work ethic or the talent of some of the other people, but because they're so positive, everyone wants to be around them and doors just fly open. And so he's got that in him, you know, he's, he's, he's just beaming. Yeah, I definitely have to agree. It seems like he can transmute his energy because he did talk about how he suppressed a lot of pain in the beginning. But I just think of like wrestling and the energy he puts even into movies, you know, taking the energy that he might feel is negative and just being able to take it and say, okay, you know, I want this global career. This is what I want to do and hone it in and just focus on the task at hand. I think he runs for president someday. That'd be amazing. You heard him talk about it. They made a joke. Oprah was like, I (laughs) would be your vice president. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) I don't think it's a joke. I think no, that I think be legitimate amazing. because he'll because, I support that. because yeah. he's done, you know, at some point you feel like you've done everything. Like what yeah. is gonna be left to do but that? Right. And I think that I honestly think that the one my fear with him is his health. Oh how... be, because it, he just works too hard. Uh, and just being with you know, Maria, my wife, you know, getting a brain tumor and you know, right. and, and really just seeing that um you know, that's to me gonna be early 21st century behavior where it's like I have to do 100 jobs I have to do 100 things Mm. I have to fill every bucket or I'm going to fall behind and I feel like your generation and probably the one under you is going to be like listen we're going to pump the brakes on this so that this is the only thing when I look at his Instagram I go I I feel like the trains it will come off the track at some point because it's just he just keeps getting bigger more ripped but you know and it's like 3 in the morning working out this goals that that you know I don't know I just I 
I, I, I hope that uh, I'm wrong. I in in or knowing him, maybe if he if something there is some kind of ailment, maybe it will help him evolve to go. Hey, I, this. I was going to say maybe the ultimate lesson would be in a position like that where he. I mean, I don't know how someone could be on the same level he's doing right now and then run for president. There's no way. So maybe that would teach him the ultimate balance being in that position for the first time. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but the presidency demands, you know, round the clock. But then I guess who would be ready for it, right? If he's already working around the clock. No, totally. And he will... I I'm gonna vote for him, and he is gonna be a great person. So you really think? I love this. Yeah, someday. Oh yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I love but it too. Ten or twenty years, because <laughs> if if he's healthy, and yeah, absolutely, because you know what else is there gonna be to do? I do he's have to ask everything. the question though. We're obviously he's very positive, and we love that about him. But we have seen him, and you are friends with actually Vin Diesel and the uh, Furious crew. Yeah. And Maria is really yeah. Talking yeah, about so. He does have a little bit of negativity. We know about him publicly kind of going at it with Vin Diesel. And then he addressed that something so important to him now is being present and how much he's learned about just being there with his kids and in the moment and yeah. enjoying things, which is what we just learned from Kobe. And everyone's taking in that lesson. And in light of everything, how do you feel about his feud? Do you believe it's real? Do you think they should squash it? Um, what do you I think? have theories, but then I also know some facts, too. So do you tell. Well, I, know the, I know the facts is that they're fine. Like behind the scenes, great. They look great together. with each other. Do you think it's a media hype thing to get people talking? Now, yeah, now at this point, and mm. who knows? Like maybe they're even smart enough to say, "Hmm, like this is fun." Have there been rumblings in the past? Yeah, and I think you know, uh, Stallone talks about it all the time. And he and Schwarzenegger back in the day were, um, I mean, at odds. Like you know, almost like I'm going to go to your house and. and you know, and throw down with you. Like it was so bad between them. And now every Saturday they get together for for uh, lunch, and they're li- they're there literally best of friends. And I recently said this to Maria. I go, you know, Maria. I said, tell Vin. I said only because you'll be able to get the credit for being right. I go, just like right now they're they're good with each other, but someday they're going to be best of friends because right now they're both in the they're both in the thick of it. They're both in the hunt. But what happens is you get older. The testosterone goes down. You you become more. You soften up a little bit. Most people who evolve, we're seeing a lot. Of, some men don't. They continue being like that forever. Mm-hmm. But the, those who evolve, and what happens is, as the younger guys are coming up the ladder, and then they're different, and then they're not respectful. We were like, you tend to bond with your old warrior. Like, it's almost like you respect the fight that you yes, both gave each other. They yes. can keep and up with each other. It's already starting, and that's going to continue. One hundred percent. And here's the thing: they're very different people. I'm more. I think I relate more to Rock. Believe it or not, I think I, I relate more to Rock because I'm, I'm such a fan from WWE. And I think, um, you know, Maria is very close with Vin. I was say, do you ever feel pulled when you're friends? With I always joke with Maria like I'm Team Rock because <laughs> no, because I'm a WWE guy. Hey, you I know? think I bet on that but, fight though. But um, <laughs> but oh, fight wise, I mean, you know, Rock's a, like legitimate like. Come on, like yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, no, but right, like... Vince a bar fighter. He really is. He was a bouncer in a bar. Um, but the, I mean, just rock is so, so big, and so yeah. I mean, but what I, I, I mean, what, I know what are we talking about? Right? Like, I mean, that's what Mortal guys Kombat talk fight. about. Like, I don't know. But yeah. no, no. I was, but I was going to say <laughs> that I think you know, Vin is a very artistic. First of all, they're both very artistic, but Vin's actually more introverted. I can see uh, that. I think I could get he's, that. He's really, um, I mean, his, he, I'm pretty sure his family came up in theater. I mean, he's a writer. He's a, you know, he's much more, um, 
that's more who he is. He's I think he's more introverted, and I think The Rock is more showman. I mean, like, mm-hmm. who could? I mean, how amazing was Rock's opening to the Super Bowl? You guys. Oh, did, you I just didn't see him. You didn't see his promo? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It was oh, very WWE my. style. Oh, you're like, da, me. Da. It was, I think, greatest <laughs> opening in it. Super Bowl history that I'm on. I just, you He's know. captivating. You got to so, get yeah. him up. Yeah, he definitely He's so is. multi-talented, and he's, and yeah, so it's, it's like just two different philosophies, but no, I think it, uh, and, and they're both very smart businessmen. I think, um, you know, it'll be fun to not have him in the next one or two only to bring him which you know only he'll be back so and great. then it'll be crazy you and know so, what that's probably true of course <laughs> guys it's business and they're both <laughs> businessmen and they're they're both smart guys so it's like yeah it's uh it's 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 fine I wanted to ask you, so, you know, you have an affinity for The Rock like most of us do, and he's really big on figuring out who you are and being your true authentic self. And it's actually him owning that that was the tipping point for him to be, like, the biggest draw that, you know, potentially WWE has seen. By refusing to just smile and But to be himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you personally think is the path or steps or things that we can do to get to our true authentic self? Is it unlearning? Is it being courageous? You know what I mean? And even beyond that, in this industry where you might feel like you have to be a certain way to keep I, your job. Okay, I think you guys, your generation tends to cut to the finish line. Mm. And I think that he is cutting to the finish line for you. But mm. I will tell you, he was not thinking about his authentic self on that journey. You know what he was thinking of? I'm going to get up, I'm going to work my ass off. Um, if I keep getting hit, I'm going to get up. I'm going to keep trying, and I'm going to keep figuring it out as I go, and I'm going to just keep learning and getting better, and that was it. It's like when people say, you know, my brand is this or my brand is that, and it's young hosts. And I'm like, wait, you, no, you don't have a brand. Maria's been in the business for 20 years and just now, just now, is developing a brand because a brand develops over time. Maria's too busy working. It wasn't my brand. It was like, no, I want to make it. You know what I mean? Well, it, it's yeah. and I don't even—it's—I it's, don't even think it's even about earn, guys. It's about you, you just have to do it. You just have to do the work. Put the blo- he put the blinders on and work and put your head down and really make smart choices and be ready to evolve and pivot. This isn't working. I'm going to try this. Okay, screwed up here. Going to brush myself off. Get up. Keep going. That's what he was doing. And then over time. You know, as he got stronger and more popular and, you know, he, he's going to grow more into his authentic self. The part that he – I know WWE just wanted him. He's always talks about that. And you can see the first – his first match. Every, like, advisor on w, in WWE backstage said, listen, Rock, when you come out, smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, remember to smile. Remember to smile. Remember to smile. So he literally has this, like, obnoxious grin on for the whole match. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And by the way, they did it to Stone Cold Steve Austin, too. And then eventually, like, the 1% rises above it all and starts going, no, no, no. When Stone Cold was like, no, no, I'm Stone Cold. Correct. I'm going to come out and be Stone Cold. And then Rock became Rock. But it's it's working hard and it's hanging in. You know, rather than, oh, this is not my authentic self, where well, you're going to burn a million bridges, right? Like, if you get an opportunity and he was like, no, I'm not. Vince McMahon, you're not going to let me be my authentic self. So he no. did ask permission, though. So I wonder if they said I, no I like if that. he wouldn't I have done that. I think no, because it really wasn't working. It wasn't working. They and were desperate. And he said to them, "Listen, you know." And again, he even went about that in the right way. Correct. And so, like, but by the way, 
when someone like that comes to you and you know they're disciplined and they're working their asses off, you say, and you guys should know this from me from now, mm-hmm. even from our experience together, you guys as hosting the show, mm-hmm. those people who are working hard, you go, okay, okay, whether we're getting a lot of views or whatever, like, are you kidding me? They're working hard. They're great at what they do. What do we do to pivot to make it better, including this show, which we've talked about. You guys do a great show, and it should be more popular than it is. So what can we do strategically to change that? So it's not like, again, you guys, not you guys, but your generation cuts to the finish line and thinks Rock's, Rock went in there the first day and said, oh, no, 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 or day two. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's no, funny. he had worked his ass off with them, and they're like, no, he's a good kid. He's a hard worker. And, you know, family heritage helped too, but... He, you know, and it was like, hey, guys, come on, let's try something else. Just trust me. It was and, like and by the, showing his loyalty as such a hard worker, the company then trusted You know, you can bank on him. Yeah. And he's yeah. positive. And mm-hmm. he probably was a can-do guy. And all those things. And you go, you know what? No. You know what? It's uh, a manager or a person in power who, who doesn't have, uh, who has less of an ego says, hey, you know what? Okay, I was trying this this character, Rocky Maivia. Not working, but guess what? This guy's working. So there's something here with this guy, and we got to try. But that's also business. You have to be able to evolve, to grow. And um, what you're going to encounter is people in the middle tend not to get that, the middle managers. And it's hanging in and, fu- and hanging in and hanging in and hanging in until someone eventually will see you. Um, but yeah. but that's the stuff that he went through, which part doesn't really get into. And uh, you know, St- Steve Austin went through. I mean, like I, I, I Vin went through it. I mean, I you know I remember um, probably early on in his career around the Triple X days. What you know, Vin went through, and and Maria has been through it. And um, did you ever see? Did you see the movie Ford versus Ferrari? I didn't. No, Take, but it, you but guys the watch idea it. Of it sounds familiar. We'll I feel like it. I've seen yeah, some comparisons. Right. It's it's it, 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 there's a lot of you know when you know better, but the people around you don't, and you have a vision like, hey, even though we're from Ford, we can beat Ferrari. Mm-hmm. We can make a car that beats them. The underdog. And you know how to do it, and the people in the middle don't, but have egos, and they're trying to stop you. And so it was a really good inspirational movie for that because that's really what, you guys, that's really what you're going to encounter. Yeah. And are you going to quit or are you going to go home or are you going to do all these other things or are you going to hang in and go, I'm going to keep coming and I'm going to keep smiling, but, I, but I'm going to say, hey, how about this and how about that and how about this? And if I'm going to exhaust all those resources and if it's, and then finally, if it, you have to take that somewhere else, then you take it somewhere else. So you go, you know. You go where you're appreciated, where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Even in the industry now, you'll see some people that might not be the most talented, but you see the heart that they have, and that's what keeps them there. So I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. All the time. And I like that mentality. It's something that I've had to learn. The Mamba mentality. Oh, the Mamba (laughs) mentality. But yes, and the same thing with almost Nipsey Hussle. It's a marathon. It's a journey. We forget that. And And you're right. We do want to be thankful for the lessons, even though they don't feel like good things at the time. That's been my biggest inspiration and lessons of the last year of just oh okay i'm here for a reason and when i stop myself for two seconds to realize why i can't deny that out of every bad thing that might happen i'm learning something out of it Great nelson, nelson mandela quote uh, i learned on maria's show was um there there is no losing there's only learning correct and what, what you have to get good at is what silicon valley calls the fast fail Yes, the faster you can fail, 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 you're going to get to... Because, again, so 20th century thinking, we're never going to fail. 
And, yeah. if, and if you fail, someone's going to get fired and, yeah. you know, you idiot. And, and, and no, in 21st century, every company, everybody, every individual, every company fails over and over again. That's trial and error. But that's the error part of the trial that you're always going to have. But the good companies go and the good individuals go, we're failing. Okay, we're going to sit here and cry about it. Are we going to put more money into the failure? Are we going to let our ego, Rocky Maivia, it's not working. Are we going to continue to spend money on this and waste everybody's time because I see Rocky Maivia as the car, as the way to go? Or are we going to go, we've, we're failing at that, we're going to pivot. So, again, even right on your show, it's like, you know, we're going to pivot. Like already from last week, mm-hmm. you got a great guest. You book, you know, book things and things on things. We're not failing fast enough on our end, kids, not mm-hmm. you two, but my staff, but we're going to. That's fast fail. And that's what mm-hmm. people can't do. It's like, okay, I'm fa- I can't tell you how many times some one of, one of the hosts wrote a wonderful book. And with some principles, I don't want to give too much away, but with some principles in a certain subject area – that isn't self-help that I've never heard before. But yet this person is hung up on a brand and a title that they created for themselves like five years ago mm. that they're super attached to that has their for- that has nothing to do with this book, that they're forcing into the book. And, and I'm like, you're not – you got to let it go. Just let it go. You have a great product here. But, you know, okay, that thing, it's, it's the fast fail. Didn't work, mm-hmm. didn't stick, move on to something else. By the way, I even hate saying fail because it's not really a fail. It's like you have to – to right. get where you have to be, you're going to have to make these mistakes. And so what Rock is saying is about being more present, and that's something your generation can do. We need to unlearn. We need to learn how to be present. You guys, I think, have a better shot at that. Mm-hmm. And when you're present, then you can go, you know what? This journey is pretty cool. Three of us are together having this awesome conversation right now. Love that. It does right? feel good. To it actually really does. There. Yeah, you know? You feel the difference. Absolutely. And you guys can really teach the generation coming up that. like Because it's one thing when The Rock says be present. Like, well, a cynic goes, okay, you're almost a billionaire, so it's kind of easy course, for you to be right. present. But you guys really can make people listen to go, you know, and like I'm just enjoying the journey. And every week I'm interviewing someone interesting. Yeah. And, you know, um, that's hard for our generation. I know it's hard for you guys too. It's harder for us, believe me. Well, yeah, um, when you're on the go, 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 it, it's well, we didn't know any better. Different way. But we you learned, learned push, push, push. You want to be lazy. Right. Well, or you're gonna lo- you're gonna lose your spot. Right. You gotta work. You gotta work. You gotta work. You gotta work. And so, Early bird gets the worm. Right? All those memes that we were well getting. for a female and a minority. There's, there's there was always traditionally not so many spots. Period. Correct. Not just in show business, but in any business. So yeah. then you have to fight extra hard. And sometimes you really have to be the n- not you know, a vicious person, which Rock isn't, thank God. So he takes the Maria route, like, I won't hurt anyone behind the scenes, but I will outwork, I will outwork every you. human. And that's what I'm afraid of is, like, I am afraid of his health because he just works. The human body can only take so much. Seems like he know? needs you in the corner to coach him along. You know yeah, maybe hear this. I wish, like, I wish, you know, he and I, he and I used to text a little bit and when we first met and I just was too overwhelmed with my life, but I do wish that I had said to him at the time, you know, let's do more together. I mean, Kevin Hart and I. Is like, it too late? Well, I, he's just so busy now. No, not mm-hmm. at all, but he's so, like, he's just so busy. Slow. I'm really mm-hmm. busy. You know, life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, but yeah, I think that's the that's where you guys are better because you will be mindful of health. And I think if you can, but I think if you can stay present, then you're not going to get down on yourself. 
Correct. That will hurt you. You know. And so, when you're present, you're not dwelling on those failures because yeah. you're here. Yes. Yeah. That's the big one. And and you know, but but you know, business is about anticipation. Mm-hmm. And one thing to anticipate, which is is tragic but true, is that we are going to continually have more and more problems in this country with anxiety and mental illness. Oh, yeah. You know, right? <laughs> That's an understatement. We're right? definitely experiencing that. And it's only going to get worse. Correct. So, so you guys knowing that, business being anticipation, you know, by doing shows like this or being in that, I mean, Haley, we've talked about this for you, but going into that space where you can marry, and this is not really your show, but it's just business advice, but going, mixing broadcast with self-help and therapy and all that stuff. And, and then knowing that we're in a, we, it, 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 as much as I'll knock the millennials and Gen Z, I, there's uh, so much I love about them. And then there's so much empathy I have for them because this is, the, it's the worst economy for, even though the economy of the country is doing good, it's the worst economy for a younger person. And I don't see that getting any better. So the, everyone's going to need this care, but they're not going to have the money. Correct. So what can be done App-wise, what can be done on YouTube? What can be done? And these are things that I think you guys need to look into. But as you're experiencing it, that's what's wonderful because you can share it. Yeah, I have to agree. And thank you so much for sharing so much of that good stuff. Before we um, get into your Super Soul poll and our Own Your Soul segment, which you're going to join us in, (laughs) um, there was one quote that The Rock said that totally reminded me of AfterBuzz. And it was, joy and hope cost nothing, and yet it's the most powerful gift we can all give, and that's the real magic to life. So some people think money, this and that, but really joy and hope to be able to come here and be in an amazing setting where it brings me joy to talk about these things, but also as a budding host to have some, you know, people who are willing to produce and then everything that we have here. So joy and hope that, you know, the After Buzz brings is like, Above it's all. the biggest gift. Well, you know, I, I, I've, had, I've said this on Maria's show. I've, I've had the fortune and misfortune of being on many deathbeds. Oh, okay. Man. But the one thing that was constant with all of them, whether they were rich or poor, but especially the rich, it was never, you know, I made $100 million, I made $50 million, I made two. It was always who yeah. I saved, who I helped. Remember that one family had nothing? And, and, I, and they, you know, like telling these great stories about all the people who they touched and they helped. That's what mattered. On the deathbed. So yes. there you go to that point. Love it so much. It sounds horrible, but you got such a blessing to see that Absolutely. vision like that. That's yeah. Misfortune and misfortune. You know, misfortune obviously was in the pain. Correct. But no, what a blessing. Right. Because I'm like, oh my. And I have to remind myself all the time. You know, like, wait, what am I doing? Like, that's. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how matter? we learn the same lessons, but we have to keep learning them. But hopefully, like, you're seeing it so strong so you can keep it yeah, in the pocket. But we're open. The really three of us it. are open to it. Like, so a lot yes. of people aren't learning, Haley. Mm. Unfortunately, their, their heads are down and they're, they're either all consuming the work or they're so self-absorbed. And they don't even know I'm they getting are, screwed. I have got no, uh, yeah, I don't the have this. That's Why easier. Haley, that's easier, right? You're right. It's easier. Yeah. And we do want to get into. Yeah, our- absolutely. So we'll slide on into news <laughs> and gossip and do our super soul poll. Well, speaking of sharing things with people, Oprah and Deepak Chopra have officially started their meditation. It's a 21-day meditation. I personally like to listen to it at night, but of course, it's a great way to start your day. So we do have the sign-up link available if you haven't already. It's completely free, and what a great way to have something guided for you if you're not necessarily experienced in meditation. This is a great place to start, and no commitment. You can do it for five minutes or the whole video. It's just a great way to jump in and see if it works for you. Can always slow our minds down. And every single Sunday, I like to do a poll where we see 
who is kind of agreeing what side we're on of things. So the question of this week was, do you believe it's powerful to be vulnerable? I personally said yes. We had 19, <laughs> 92% say yes, 8% says no. So, I mean, that's something to talk about. I think there is power in letting people see the weaker or your inner side. I think that's very powerful. Yeah, I think that's your generation. It's not afraid. Well, it's just being real. It's yeah. like, it's not, so, just take off the mask. It's, nothing is more exhausting <laughs> than carrying the weight of who you're not. Oh, like, how would you have energy at the end of the day when and you've been miserable? All day. You're so miserable. Yeah. yeah. So I think people are just over it and they are waking up to, you know what? I had a bad day or I can't do this or I was abused and I'm like, that is what it is. I'm moving forward, telling their stories more and just being more authentic to the depths of who they are. So it's kind of nice. That's why I love these platforms. Yeah. So this is the part where we were, will lastly jump into our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected <laughs> to the deeper world around us starts right now. Okay, Kevin, so this is the part where we think about all the things we learn and discuss today and in the podcast and what we're going to do to own our soul mm -hmm. for the rest of the week. What do you think this week you will take with you to help you evolve, grow, and do something just a little different to make you overall better? I've got to stay more present. That's, I mean, that'll if, never get old. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I, you know, I, I, guys, I don't. I'm always thinking ahead. My mind's are, are, you know, I'm already like, okay, cause since this is done, where we break and press, how we, you know what I mean? And I, I it, it, that's, I want to unlearn. I want to be more present. I'm going to try that this week. All right. Okay. Awesome. What about you, Haley? I'm actually working on forgiveness. I like oh, the, that's good. but with myself, actually, with other people Great. too, but no, I, that's good for yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the idea of controlling your thoughts and being present, but a lot of times I do find myself escaping into fear and random diseases and illnesses and instead of being like don't think about that why would you do that to yourself you know what you focus on is going to happen why would you do that instead of being mad i'm just like this is just a fear that's all it is and that's okay and let's just like do the best i can to move on yeah so that's what i'm working on just acknowledging the fears exist but not letting it consume me yeah, absolutely. I think I'm going to have to double up on what I did last week, um, which was Ed Milet had a max out challenge. And I kind of struggled struggled this week with Kobe passing and everything. It just brought up a lot in my thoughts. But I do want to do different things that not only make me feel different and new, but help me maximize who I am. I can get up earlier. I can make that one little extra effort to get to the gym. Trust or like, yourself. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And being more open and present because I realize I talk myself out of a lot. I'll sit there and watch myself do it and be like, wow, like you're really not going because you just talked yourself out of it. You got to Why? Because usually when I'm there or when I go or when I put the effort or do the extra out, it's extraordinary. Sometimes but I I'm... just count to three and then on three someone, I do it. <laughs> so, you know, someone was on Maria's show and had a great quote. When do you recall ever going to the gym and after the fact regretting it? Which Absolutely I didn't do never. That. <laughs> never. Never. I always feel like a million bucks, the soreness and all. The exhaustion, coming home and getting a great night's sleep because I did something. So knowing I treated my Trying to be more mindful, you know, with, <laughs> with your time. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I was just telling I've been you a little I've been very loose with my time. Yeah. In the last few years. And um I was always a hard worker, but I've been I was a I can be loose. I'm trying to be more efficient, and I'm okay. feeling better because of it. Good. Yeah. Isn't and that I the know cool I thing will. when you actually feel better yeah. after the other side of things. Yeah. 
So it's a fight for me in this season, but I'm willing to do it. And so I'm just going to Good thing you're stick so strong. to it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to focus on that. Um, but yes, yeah, so this was such a great show. When I tell you there were so many jewels and gems to uncover, it was so much. So I hope you get a chance to listen to Super Soul Conversations. And then really quick before we go, um, Producer Ryan, I wanted to close with that amazing clip of, so The Rock has his own tequila, um, Mana, Terra Mana. And to, we should Oprah's probably try big, it for research we purposes. Should, yes. Research purposes. We're going to need a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but Oprah drinks tequila, so this was a nice little toast that they did at the end of the show. I'd like to make a toast to the man who helped make you the man that you are. Thank you. And may your relationship with him in the beyond be stronger, more profound, and bring you all the love that you've always deserved. Cheers. Cheers. I thank you, Oprah. Cheers. Cheers. What a great way to close, especially because The Rock's father died, you know, not even two weeks ago. So um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Kevin, thank you so much thank for... Thank you, Kevin. Guys, you do such a good job. Yes, for being with us. We're so glad to have you. Have you teachers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And thank you guys for tuning in. We want to hear your comments, so please leave a comment below. And we'll see you same time, same place, next week, Monday, 615 Pacific Standard Time. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander. You can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, that's H-A-Y-J underscore. Don't forget to vote every Sunday on the Instagram poll, and we'll see you next Monday. Kevin, shout him out. Where can we find oh, you? Oh, yeah, we should probably do Add that. Add Undergaro when you want, if you want to see dogs and Maria. Give me a follow. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.